Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. Several years ago, when I was 25, I lived with, at the time, one of my best friends. Our friendship eventually started to dwindle as it usually goes when you move in with a good friend, so she was rarely home. This night, however, she ended up staying at our place heading to bed early. I was a server at the time, so I stayed up pretty late usually watching YouTube and smoking pot. This night was no different than any other except for the fact my neighbors tried to kidnap me. I'll go ahead and give you some background info on my house and my neighbors. We lived in a three-bedroom house with two bedrooms and the kitchen facing the crazy neighbors. They were a younger couple living in a smaller mill house. They were constantly coming to our door asking for handouts. Now, normally I'd be happy to help a neighbor out, 
but they would come over and ask for crazy shit like for us to fill up an old Mountain Dew bottle with water because theirs got shut off, beer, and once literally to ask for a dollar. They would consistently be knocking at our door to ask for help, and when we wouldn't answer, I'd peek through the window to see them either jacking cigarette butts from the ashtray or pressing their eyeballs against the door peephole to see if they could spot us. Anyway, there I was smoking some weed and watching YouTube on my couch when I had a knock at the door. I rolled my eye cause I knew exactly who came a knockin'. It's 11pm I checked the peephole and sure enough the boyfriend was on my porch. Normally I'd just walk away and continue with my life, but he looked like he was in distress. I opened the door up to see what was up. He ooh, I just wanted to come over here and see if you would film my engagement. I ooh got my girlfriend a ring here in my pocket, and I need you to follow me to my backyard and film it for me. Baffled but curious, I told him congrats and said that I'd be out in a second L just needed to put shoes on. I shut the door behind me and locked it. Quickly I ran to the back room that looked out into their backyard. I peeked through the blinds to see the setup. Nothing. Pitch black darkness. No sign of decorations or anything like that. Naturally I woke my roommate up and told her what was going on. Ooh yeah that, she said to me, and we both walked back up to the door after the boyfriend started banging on the door. I looked through the peephole again. I couldn't see anything and was confused all the way up until he pulled his eyeball away from the peephole. I quickly turned around and put my back up against the door. My roommate came running back to the door from her room manning two wire hangers for protection. We both clung onto the hangers and sat up against the door until he finally left. We were so freaked out, but we wanted to make sure we weren't overreacting. We went out our back door and hopped into her car, so we could do a drive-by they always had their front door open, and also didn't have any blinds so it was easy to see in their house. Slowly we crept by in her car and peered into their living room. Sitting on the couch and all staring at the wall, they looked strung out was the couple and an older man. We sped off and ended up staying at a friend's house that night. I never answered the door for either of them again. One day I came home from work and an older lady was parked in their driveway. She walked up to me as I got out of my car and asked if I knew where the neighbors were. I told her I hadn't seen them for a while and she informed me she was the owner. She told me they were months late on rent and finally came to evict them. She entered the home to find it completely trashed, needles and garbage everywhere, holes in the wall, and literal shit on the floor. I told her I was sorry to hear that she had to deal all of that, but I was happy they were finally gone. I'm not 100% sure what was going on that night, but I'm glad I didn't follow him to the backyard. I moved out of state to a very small town. First day of moving in a neighbor walking his dog greets me and introduces himself to me. Gives me a quick rundown that the neighborhood is filled with tweakers and other shady types. I took that as a general warning that that may be all I'll deal with. A few months later he invited me over to his place to teach me how to do some woodwork. As we're making a shelf for my cat to sit on he's asking me questions. To me they were normal everyday questions, but looking back I realize now he was trying to get information out of me. Why did you move out here from out of state? Who lives with you? Do you have any other family members in the state or area? Once we were done we went to install the shelf, and he met my mom who stays with me. He talks to her for a bit, and then we left to walk back to his place. 
He starts telling me that he can see our yard from his place and notices that I barely go outside with my dogs. Told me not to worry that if someone breaks into our place that he can see them and shoot them from his room. That's when I'm thinking, how is that possible because you live over half a block away? Before I can question him he asks if I want to see more of the town. I'm like yeah let's go. He walks to his car and pulls something out from the middle compartment and then tells me to go in his pickup truck. So I do while he's filling the gas tank up with gasoline. Once he's done he walks to the driver's side and opens the door and drops a holster between us. He tells me not to worry about it as I look trying to see if it has a gun or not. As we're driving I realize he hasn't said a word for five minutes and this guy loves to hear his own voice. Another thing I noticed is that we're on a dirt road and haven't seen a single house, trailer, or vehicle for a while. I guess I gave off some nervous vibes because he suddenly goes, so yeah unless you know where you're going out here you'll get lost. And it's best to have a pickup or ATV to drive out here. After about another 10 minutes of silent driving we get to a little creek. Luckily there was another truck there. All he says is, oh look at that, someone else is here with us. And he grabs the holster and gets out. We both see a lady with a big dog playing in the water. She turns to us as she sees him walking closer to her. She gestures to his holster, and he tells her not to worry that it's for the snakes. She lifts her shirt above her waist to show her gun, and she tells him she's not worried one bit. They talk for a few minutes, and she tells him that her husband is home waiting for her to make dinner, and she's just out letting the dog have some playtime. The neighbor changes his tone and posture from confident to defensive now. She called her dog, and they went to their truck. He's watching her, and she hasn't started her truck yet. A few minutes pass, and he tells me I guess it's time we go too. When we get to his truck, she drives off. The drive back I start to get uneasy and creeped out. Why would he drive me all the way out there and just leave? Why tell me not to worry about the holstered gun, but tell the lady what it's for? I finally get out of my head and just break the silence and give him my life story as to why I moved. Finally, he responds that he can relate to my story and gives me the rundown of how the town is and what it's about, and that some people are more racist than others, and I should watch my back for that. Once we get back to his place, I tell him I have stuff to take care of at home and nope the hell out of there. I said to myself if I'm ever going to hang out with him again, it won't be alone. I normally walked around the block after dark. I was fairly bold and would walk late at night or early in the morning. I realized that was foolish of me now, but I felt confident, especially since we were in a relatively safe area. I don't know if I misread this interaction, but it was very scary for me at the time. While walking as a teenager, I met a woman in her 40s standing outside of her house around 9 p.m. She kept trying to engage me, despite my insistence that I had to get home. Eventually, we started talking for about 10 minutes or so. She seemed very lonely. It progressed to her insisting I come inside to see something. Houses there have very tiny yards, and they're not far from the street. I went inside against my better judgment, because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. As soon as I walked in, she closed the door and showed me whatever it was. She proceeded to say, I'll be right back, and went upstairs. It happened very quickly. The second she exited the room, a male came in from the garage area. I did not hear a garage close. 
This is important, since there are garage doors on each house in the area, including that one. He stared at me. My stomach dropped and I was terrified. However, he also may have just wondered why this person was in his house. She returned. He continued staring at me. I acted very calm and let them know I had people waiting at home for me. They proceeded to walk me home as they insisted that they wanted me to be safe. I was a lot more careful after that. The male said he was a police officer. I also never saw them again. My gut feeling was I was in grave danger. I felt fight or flight. But if I was in danger, why did they let me go? Why bring someone directly outside their house? If I wasn't in danger, were they really just lonely? A DD. I wanted to mention it wasn't just asking me to come inside. She alternated between insisting and begging for several minutes before I stupidly did. Thanks everyone who responded. I really appreciated everyone validating my feelings. Whether commenters believed it to be sinister or a complete misunderstanding, my feelings were validated to trust my gut and that the situation could be construed as creepy regardless of their intention. Thanks again. Regardless, it did prevent me from walking at night for the most part, which is probably safer. But DD, I wanted to give one last edit to address a couple of things. I had forgotten to mention, I did ask her to bring the item outside for me to see, rather than going inside. When we were inside, she also wanted me to go upstairs with her to see more. I had actually forgotten about her wanting me to go upstairs, not sure if it makes a difference or not. I declined. She did speak to me about ten minutes prior to walking inside, so if she was scared of her husband, she could have told me outside. However, her husband could have also been freaked out she let someone in their house, but it's the intense stare that freaked me out. She did seem anxious or potentially have issues, however, she spoke intelligently and aware. Item was a picture in a frame. I also was shown a shirt, but it's hard to remember why or the context at this point. I literally had to think hard about what I was shown, so I won't remember why. I think it was just she liked it, and it was somehow relevant to our conversation. I was not weirded out by anything she showed me. However, I also did not understand why I needed to come in. On the flip side, she did seem super lonely. They did speak to my family briefly after walking me home, but did not mention any danger. The yard was small and my family was already outside talking. It would be odd for them not to talk when they were a few feet from each other. My whole life I've lived on a small, isolated road about 15 minutes away from the city. My parents built the house my siblings and I have lived in our whole lives. I have three siblings, all of us being females. We have neighbors but also aren't too close together like an urban community. One of our next door neighbors, let's call him Frank, has lived on his property about as long as my parents have. Growing up I always have always gotten a weird gut feeling from this man and my mom has always told me to listen to it. I have never been alone with him and never plan on it. He lives alone. Had a girlfriend when I was around 10 years old and had a dog who sadly passed away a few years back. My older sister and I would go over to his house and spy on him through a small hole in his barn when we were younger. Tons of pornography hung up all over his barn. Growing up, he has always shown up to our house whenever we have a bonfire or any event where he can hear people having fun. Always unwelcome and it's obvious no one wants him there, but still never leaves. 
His excuse for this behavior is being drunk. Around June, I had a graduation party at my house for graduating high school. It was absolutely perfect and I was surrounded by all of my loved ones. While things were wrapping up and people started heading home, Frank continued to stay. Quite usual for how he is, but nonetheless frustrating. We began to have fun and it got to a point where the only adults there were my parents and Frank. My mom had went inside to go to bed and my dad was beginning to get tired and kept hinting to Frank that he should be heading home soon. Frank said, all right, man. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He then proceeded to pull out a chair and sit and watch us all play cup pong while staring at miners' asses. My older sister went up to my dad and expressed how uncomfortable it had made her that he was staring at a bunch of miners' acids. My dad is not a confrontational man, but has always made sure we feel safe and comfortable, and will be confrontational when the time comes. My dad then told Frank he needed to leave immediately. Frank refused and said, I'll stay here and watch over the kids while you go to bed. That right there set us all off. One of my friends then starts yelling at Frank, telling him he needs to leave, and it's not okay for him to be here, and after we have asked him multiple times to go, he eventually leaves. But ever since then, he has been making extremely gross and inappropriate comments to my dad about how attractive my younger 17 sister is. My dad has confronted him multiple times, and he will not change this behavior, and still will come over after being told to stay on his property. Whenever I leave my house to go anywhere, especially at night, Frank watches me through his window. It just freaks me out. He gives us all such a weird, creepy gut feeling, and nothing we do to confront him seems to work out. He's done a lot of weird things like this all throughout my childhood, but it's been at an all-time high recently. Any ideas on how to stop this? I grew up in a nice suburban neighborhood. All the kids around the area would play together. We had a clubhouse in my backyard and would play kick the can, ghost in the graveyard, and basketball games all summer long. 
There was one girl, I'll call her Anne, who lived around the corner from us. She would always invite neighborhood girls to swim in her pool and spend the night at her house. Her dad was always super friendly towards all of us girls. Several things happened at that house that didn't sit right. My mom told me every time me and my sister came home from Anne's house, we didn't feel well. I remember one day going over to swim. Her dad had a camera, cornered me, and took a picture. I remember feeling really weird about it, but I brushed it off. Another time I remember going to Anne's house to ask if she could play, and she was crying, and when I asked why she said she thought thought her dad liked the twins who lived on the corner of the block more than her. At one sleepover, we played the game Life and her dad brought us Kool-Aid like he always did, and we eventually all went to bed. The next morning I woke up and my socks were off. I couldn't believe it. I laughed and told all my friends, Look guys, I took my socks off in my sleep. None of us thought anything of it though. Fast forward a couple years later. There was a back room in Anne's attic that no one ever went in. One day Anne's curious mom finally went in, and she found shelves and shelves of tapes. She was horrified to find these tapes were filled with footage of her husband jerking off with people who he had drugged's feet. He had crazy foot fetish. I remember coming home from school one day, and my mom telling me I was on one of those tapes. Obviously I was drugged, thank God, so I have no recollection of it. But I immediately remembered waking up with no socks that one morning. Anne's dad got arrested, but before he started his sentence, he put a plastic bag over his head and killed himself. Just goes to show, you never really know your neighbors. Recently, I've been getting really bad vibes about my elderly neighbor who lives just across the street from my mom and I. Last night just reaffirmed my suspicions. For context, I-21F moved in with my mom who is disabled and out of work just last year to help her maintain her house and work to keep up with expenses. When I first moved in, everyone was curious to meet me and very friendly. Everyone except the elderly man across the street. He rarely left his home, and if he did, it was to dispose garbage or walk around the block to a mart close by. I never really paid him mind because he seemed like a really private, dull person. That was until about two months when I was mowing the front lawn and happened to glance over and see him staring dead at me smoking a cigarette, leaning up against the side of his house behind a bush as if not wanting to be seen. After he noticed me looking, he quickly sprung up and started his way towards the mart a block behind his. I couldn't help but feel unnerved by this interaction, but nevertheless I chalked it up to me just dramatizing everything. Months went by with no more incidents, however I couldn't shake this creepy feeling like I was being watched every time I pulled my curtains back in my bedroom which faces his house and the street. The other night I bought new curtains and put them up before my boyfriend came over to pick me up for a date. When I came back it was almost midnight so it was really dark outside. There's a big bush in front of my bedroom window that has a sizable gap behind it and I frequently think about the possibility of someone hiding behind it. I hadn't even thought about it that night how happy I was. My boyfriend walked me up to my door. We said goodbye and I watched him leave. I got ready for bed as normal cracked my window open for some fresh air, and slept soundly through the night. Come morning, my mom wakes me up with the news that a neighbor saw the elderly man sitting under my window smoking a cigarette, and that he bolted across the street to his own home when they confronted him. 
Hearing this, I couldn't even be scared as much as I was angry. By the looks of it, he had been there longer than a few moments, maybe even through half the night while I was sleeping. Some details that send chills down my spine is the evil look my neighbor describes him shooting at them upon discovering him, and the fact that he was wearing clothes that matched the color of our house to camouflage himself behind the bush. I don't know what his intent was in camping himself outside my window, but I'm grateful to my neighbor for finding him when they did. I can't stop thinking of what he was planning. I'm not sure if this is the place for this, but I'll just tell my situation. I have a neighbor who has a big house that is divided into four apartments, and two of them have been boarded up for years because of druggies in the area always breaking in. He lives in one of the apartments and the other one he just recently opened up. Every once in a while I will be able to smell a rancid odor, like rotten food or something, but not for very long. Not sure if any of this is related or not. He heats his house with a wood-burning stove in the winter, but recently he has been burning in it every couple days or so, and sometimes two days in a row. It's strange because it's summertime, and there is no need for a fire this time of year. Should I be concerned that something is going on over there, or am I overreacting? When I was probably 13-14 years old, one of my best friends lived about a mile from my house. So naturally she and I used to walk to meet each other regularly. Once I went over there late, can't remember exactly why but our other friend who also lived nearby had walked to meet us as well. We probably smoked a little and had a drink because at that age it's scandalous or fun or exciting. So anyway I walked back to my house late by myself. It was probably about midnight. A man pulled up in his car next to me and insisted I get in the car so he could take me home after I had explained what I was doing. Something about his behavior told me he was not trying to be kind. I dismissed him several times while he trailed behind me slowly in his car. Eventually I did the classic pretend to be on the phone trick, naming my exact location and describing his car while I faked going home by ducking into a nearby house's backyard. Surely enough he sped off as soon as he heard me giving his car description. I still wonder to this day if I could have been as assaulted and murdered or something. Hopefully it's more innocent than it sounds, but if not I hope he didn't harm anyone else. Again, I've been really scared of changing near windows for a long time. It all goes back to a story I'm going to tell you. Just so you know I'm a girl and this happened to me when I was 13 years old, which was 10 years ago. My parents split up when I was just one year old, and my brother was three, so we used to go to my dad's mobile home every weekend. This happened in the summer before I started eighth grade. I was at my dad's house with my brother for the weekend. My dad had to take my stepmom to a doctor's appointment that was very close by, just down the street. He had done this before because we had cell phones, and we didn't really go outside much or have friends over at my dad's place. My brother is two years older than me, so people thought he was more responsible. When we visited my dad, we had a routine. We would quietly have breakfast before our stepmom woke up. Then I'd watch a movie in my room, and my brother would play Xbox in his room, which was right next to mine. After finishing the movie, Live Free or Die Hard, I decided to get dressed and do my chores. 
My room was set up in a way that my bed was next to the window, with my feet facing the window and my head near the door. The TV was right across from the bed, so there was only a small space in the middle where I could walk or change clothes. My dog Chester was lying on the bottom bunk, enjoying the little bit of sunlight that came into my room. While I was putting on my t-shirt, I saw that Chester had sat up and was looking at the window. He moved slowly towards it and started to make a low warning sound. Chester wasn't usually a scary dog. He only barked when he was excited or when someone knocked on our door, so I had never heard him growl before. I got really worried and didn't know what was happening. I moved to the far wall of the room and looked out the window. I didn't see anything unusual and I tried to calm Chester down. But strangely, the closer I got to the window, the more protective and agitated he became. Right after I moved away from the window, I got that really uncomfortable feeling you get when you know someone is watching you. When I turned around, I saw a right hand come up to my window, and then the left hand joined it. I couldn't move when a face I recognized appeared. It was my neighbor who lived two houses down from us. He had always made me feel uneasy, and it turns out my gut feeling was right. He was looking around my room, and then his eyes locked onto me. Then he gave me a creepy smile and motioned for me to come to the window. I just shook my head and reached for the baseball bat that I had hanging on my wall. During that time, my dog went crazy barking and trying to get at the guy looking at me through the window. The guy tried to open my window, and that's when I yelled for my brother. I think the man thought I was alone because he looked really scared when my brother rushed in. He realized he couldn't do anything to me, and the man ran away to his house down the street while my brother and I shouted at him from our porch. My dog was trying hard to get past us to chase him. Afterward, my brother and I sat on the couch and talked about what happened. We both agreed it was best not to tell our dad, and that I should avoid walking near that guy's house. But the only thing I feel bad about is that a few months later, our neighbor who my stepmom was friends with got attacked by the same guy. I thought maybe if I had said something earlier, it wouldn't have happened. Thankfully, she wasn't hurt badly. When I told her about the man and what he did, she gave me a hug and agreed that we shouldn't tell my dad, and she would handle it. It seems she did because a year later, the guy was gone, and I never saw him again. I only told my dad's mom about it when she moved into the house, and I was already 21 and didn't stay there on weekends anymore. I asked her not to tell my dad because I knew how he'd react. Well, that didn't happen. Later that night, my dad got really upset with me for not telling him. I explained that if he knew what had happened, he might have done something drastic, and I didn't want to see him get in trouble. He understood, but he wanted me to tell the whole story to him and my stepmom. Even though this happened a long time ago, I'm still scared that I might run into that man again. I worry he might end up living nearby, or I might wake up to find him looking through my window. This event made me really paranoid. Whenever I hear a noise near the window while I'm getting dressed, I'm always ready to protect my dog and myself. Who knows what that man might have tried to do or what he saw when he peeked into my window. To everyone out there, please stay watchful and trust your instincts.